is Talkin' Sports with Jim Shublin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Brought to you by Automotive Color and Supply. Good morning and welcome to Talkin' Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply. For December 23rd, a dreary-looking Saturday morning, but hey, Christmas is in two days. And I usually start my celebration on Christmas Eve, so uh, we're just scant hours away from a great big holiday, one of my favorite holidays of the year, because of what it means. So there you go. Well, welcome into Talking Sports. We'll be talking local sports of all sorts until the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Mr. Brandon Pogorski, we will have Fighting Irish Preview, the bowl edition, at 10 o'clock this morning. Is that correct? You nailed it. One for one, out Ooh, of the gate. Yes, yes. I think I'll leave now. But, <laughs> yes, the Judge Phil Houck and America's foremost authority on Notre Dame Fighting Irish football, Tim Priester, We'll give you Fighting Irish preview, the Tony the Tiger Bowl, uh, and in uh, in who's left on on these rosters uh, to participate. So we got Notre Dame, Oregon State. Mm-hmm. And you talk about who's left on the roster. Well, Oregon State's one of the only teams left in the Pac Two. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll be interesting, and you know Notre Dame having some coaching turnover. As yeah. well, that's always a big thing. New um, coordinator or a record, uh, coordinator returns. And you uh, lose your starting quarterback too, right? Yes, yes. Now, is the he going to play? Gone. Because I, I saw, like, there's some schools, I think I, maybe it was Western Kentucky. Um, they were playing in a bowl game a couple days ago, and I thought I saw, like, their starting, starting quarterback is in the portal but was playing in the game. I thought I saw that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't think Hartman is is playing. I think he opted out of the game. So if you know anything different, or we'll just have to tune in to Fighting Average Preview at ten o'clock. That's a good tease. They might out. know. Yeah, they might know. just to make darn sure. So four six eight six two is the Automotive Color and Supply text line. Four six eight six two. Please put TS in the front of your message, if you will, and. Uh, before we get to, oh, some of the scores from last night, uh, facts over fandom. You are airing grievances, sports grievances, sir. So happy Festivus yes, to those who yes. celebrate if you're a, a Seinfeld fan. And I thought for yesterday's episode that aired, um, I have an idea what we'll do for next week. But I thought, hey, it's Festivus. Let's air some sports grievances. So okay. what are some things that kind of, grieve me as a sports fan and let's talk about it okay so i came up with three um let's hear them one and now this is from an old coach but i don't like playing conference games over break i hated that okay just now d1 maybe not as you don't run into it as much but um there's nobody on campus there's no fans no band no cheerleaders i went to the notre dame basketball game on tuesday took my son and we had a great time but there's just no juice in the building. Now, they weren't playing a conference opponent, but still, you know, they end up getting beat by 20 at home to the Citadel. Yeah, Woo. I did see that. But at least you got probably decent seats. Oh, great seats. You know, or or got seats and were able to move down. Right. Um, so great seats. But as a coach, I hated playing conference games over break because just sometimes, even especially when I was at junior college, if you're playing a team in December, it may not be the same team in January 
when talking with Mike last week after grades are certified. Mm -hmm. So you may have different teams and those games count. So I didn't like that. Um, I think with the NFL, I'm just, the officiating has got to get better. And I don't like banging on officials, but I hate when a play happens. There's no whistle blown. Nobody knows what went on until the refs have to get together and kind of talk through it a little bit. Do you think replay and the ability to challenge has become a crutch for officials that they can just think they see something? And, of course, they, they've got to make a decision anyway. So yep. it's it's tough yep. right off the Very bat. Tough. However, but just knowing that they've got replay in their pocket, and I'm sure they're evaluated on how many times their call gets overturned mm. as well mm -hmm. as to, you know, what they get, I don't know if it's from a compensation standpoint or, or anything into the contract or agreement they've got, but still, you'd have to think that, well, either way, it, it's going to be right whether we call it and they disagree or or if something's upheld as well. Well, you got that parachute behind you. So, yes. you know, if I get it wrong, ah, no problem. Replay will get it right. So yeah. I, I, I agree. I don't know that for sure, but I kind of agree with you or at least agree with that thought that, okay, well, maybe I don't have to get it perfect or have to get it really quick. And eh, we got replay, and they'll get it. And I, I think, in a way, maybe it's made the game better because we're getting calls. Um, we're getting calls correct, but it slows everything down, and especially if there's a fumble or turnover or something. You know, the player picks up the ball and starts running, and everybody's just looking around yeah. at the ref and like, <laughs> okay, is this going? So that 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 kind of drives me nuts. And then um, the last one, oh, um, MLB blackouts. It makes no sense to me if you're trying to grow the great game. And I thought they've done a – maybe we, we, we can talk with Mike Nutter about this a little bit today. Um, I thought – I think the rule change has been really good. The bigger bases and the, uh, the pitch clocks and limiting how many times you can talk to the pitcher. I think those have been good, and attendance has been really good these past couple this past year. Um, but I hate the blackout rule. You know, I'm we're three hours away from Chicago, but I can't watch the Cubs, the MLB app. Yeah. It, it makes no sense. So – if you want to grow the game, I, I think that's something they got to get rid of. Well, perhaps change your allegiance to a team 2,900 miles away from you, and you'll never be blacked out unless they're they're in Detroit or Chicago or something like that. But you know, still, uh, my Las Vegas A's uh, a little, little closer now. Yeah, yeah, they're they're heading east. <laughs> but we'll we'll see. Well, that's facts over fandom. If you have a sports grievance. Let us know, 46862, 46862. Um, you know what? You can put TS in the front of your message if you want, but you don't have to because that show took off today. How about that? We're the only ones in the building. No days off we for us. We can We're run famous. roughshod yeah, around the building. We can, oh, yeah. So, anyway, uh, let us know your sports grievance. Um Four six eight six two four six eight six two. Fort Wayne Comets in action last night in Iowa. They beat the Heartlanders by a score of six to two, and they got a busy weekend this week. Uh, Sean Sidlowski becomes just the eleventh player in Comet history to have five hundred points and uh, join that five hundred point club. And he joins a list that includes, of course, Mr. Len Thornson. Eddie Long, Colin Chalk, Terry McDougal, Colin Chin, Johnny Jumbo Goodwin, Guy Dupuis, Reggie Primo, Merv Dubchek, and the 
other number 12, the sniper, Ron Leaf. Just a, an amazing list that Sean Sidlowski just joined last night with his goal that he scored for the K's. Michael Pittman Jr. has cleared concussion protocol. He's listed as questionable for the Colts game in Atlanta tomorrow. So Michael Pittman Jr., um, what he thought, I guess, was a very uh, violent hit against the Steelers. Um, but uh, anyway. and uh, Awful looking hit, at least. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Thankfully, that's all, you know, a concussion, which is awful. It's brain injury, but... Thankfully, it's a lot easier to come back from that than yes. what could have been. And, and and what they put you through to make certain that you are healthy and ready to go. And uh, are we talking about futility or have we? If not, we're going to start. Because the Detroit Pistons uh, have mm. lost 25 straight games. They play Brooklyn today at 3.30. The Pistons are 2-26 and 26 on the season. You know what's remarkable about that, though? And I'm biased because I, I know the people at the Pistons. We partner with them for a ticket sales class at Trine. So um, those are my people there. I think there's like 15th in attendance. You know, only won two games. And how many in a row? Because there are only a couple from the record. 25 in a row, yeah. 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 If If they get beat today by Brooklyn, they equal an NBA record. So, yeah, it's, you know. A lot on the line here today. I hate it for those guys, but I tell you that the front office, first class. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're champions to me. But whew, twenty-five in a row. Yeah. And I want to mention uh, also, and this uh, actually uh, came across my Twitter feed uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, buddy Jeff Lytle had this. Tom Muth celebrating his. 50th year of refereeing IHSAA basketball and of course other sports as well. But Tommy's been an athlete in this community for years, uh, a player and a coach, uh, contributed to athletics in Northeast Indiana, well, obviously for half, <laughs> half a century. But uh, in an age where it's so difficult to find officials, here is a gentleman, once again, by the name of Tom Muth, 50 years. Wow. As as an official, as a referee, as an umpire, it's just uh, just an incredible feat. I could only uh, imagine some of the stories and games oh. that he's seen, coaches that he's got to work with. And that, that might be a, a great opportunity for a guest spot if we can get Tom to come in and, and yeah. just talk to us about his highlights over his career, what he's seen, some of the hundred-year things he's seen, and uh, and I know everyone he's contributed to the show here a, a time or two. So yeah, maybe if he's listening, he'll uh, he'll give us a text at four six eight six two. Let us know. But uh, but congratulations, Tom. Uh, that's quite an outstanding achievement there. So four six eight six two, automotive color and supply text line four six eight six two. Put TS in the front of your message. And as we talked about the Comets' uh, victory over Iowa last night, uh, Shane Alberani will join us at about 9.45 this morning and uh, and talk about that uh, road swing uh, in the state of Iowa. But uh, until then, hey, uh, let's take a look at some high school basketball scores from last night. It was Belmont over Adams Central, 66-62. Fort Recovery, Ohio, 
edged South Adams 39-37. It was Norwell 38, Bluffton 31. Columbia City in a thriller takes down Blackhawk Christian 50-49. Homestead a 41-38 winner over DeKalb and Richmond 64-42 over the Southside Archers. The Bishop Lewers Knights of Seth Coffing run their record as 6-0 with a 69-47 victory over the Cherubusco Eagles. It was Prairie Heights losing to West Noble 46-38. Central Noble uh, beats uh, Bremen by a score of 50, uh, or excuse me, it was Bremen over Central Noble 58-52. Westfield 63-44 over Huntington North. Eastern 45, Northfield 39 and Manchester beat Cass 66-37. Northrop loses to Fairfield in the Trine University Classic by a score of 66-40. to In girls basketball from last night, it was Concordia edging Belmont 28-25. Fishers 55, Carroll 30. Whitco 55-38 over Wabash. Northwood a 50-40 winner over South Bend Adams. And uh, also in the Trine University Classic, it was Westfield over Northside, 37-28. Northrop gets a 49-35 victory over Elkhart in that as well. And those are some of the high school basketball scores from last evening. So um, with that, once again, uh, if you have any sports grievances, uh, things that, uh, you know, pet peeves, what, what you don't like, uh, right now, what needs to be changed in sports? Let us know at 46862. That's the Automotive Color and Supply text line. That is open for you. Once again, 46862. So before we go to break, also want to talk about uh, my friends at Culligan. Had a little issue with my reverse osmosis drinking water system at the kitchen sink. And Diane said, call Culligan. Yeah, okay. Uh, let's see if we can do it ourselves. So we hit the reset button, unplugged it, plugged it back in, unplugged it, plugged it back in. Oh, oh, oh. So anyway, so we called Culligan. They came out the next day, the next day. And uh, one of their uh, super service techs, Andy, took a look. Goes, first thing he does, unplugs it, plugs it back in. Huh, it works. I'll tell you what. But the big thing right here is when I called Culligan, they responded, and this was a service inquiry. I called. They were there the next day. Gave me a window in which they would be there, and they were there. That is what you get with Culligan. Sounds like a little thing, but no, it's not. In respect of the customer, that's what you get with Culligan. Uh, we love our Culligan softener. We love our Culligan reverse osmosis drinking water system, and the people at Culligan our first class. So give them a call today, 484-8668, 484-8668. See if they can improve your water. We'll be back with more uh, talking sports. And uh, in fact, we'll, we'll talk to Mike McCaffrey when we return from University of St. Francis. We'll do all of that. You're listening to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. 
Have you looked at your auto or homeowner's insurance rate lately? Think it's about time to get a competitive quote? Call the Wise Insurance Agency today at 260-747-5373. Located at 7410 Bluffton Road, Wise Insurance is a local company that's been in business for 25 years. Being an independent agent working with over 15 A-plus rated carriers allows Coach Ron Wise to assess your needs and determine the best option for you to give you maximum coverage with the most affordable premiums. The Wise Insurance Agency also offers motorcycle, RV, and watercraft insurance, as well as renter's insurance, flood, and umbrella policies. Multi-policy discounts are also available, and make sure to ask Ron about the good student discount up to 20%. Let Coach Wise show you the fundamentals of getting the right insurance. Don't put it off. Contact Coach Ron and the Wise Insurance Agency team today at 260-747-5373 or find them online at thewiseinsuranceagency.com. Sadak here from Westwood One with an invitation to join me and Ryan Harris for an AFC battle on the Mile High City Sunday night. Sean Payton's Denver Broncos are 7-7 seven seven following last week's loss to the Lions but are still in the postseason conversation. Can they get back on the winning track against the New England Patriots? Join us to find out on Sunday Night Football. On Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Hey Siri, take me to Cup A Joe Cafe. Which Cup A Joe Cafe? The one on Main Street. Here it is on the map. Starting route to Main Today, Street. Today, this is how many people get to where they want to go. While driving, they may ask Siri or the manufacturer's app in their dash. While at home, they may ask their smart speaker or favorite app like Snapchat or Nextdoor. This is reality. Voice to navigate, voice to find business hours, voice to call. Don't miss out on the opportunity to always be there for them. You can control what apps, voice assistants, maps, and community platforms know about your business. If your info isn't accurate in these places, it's simple. You won't be found. Can you afford to make this mistake? Let FDS Local help. FDS Local offers the service that manages all of these in one place easily so you don't miss a beat. Or a customer. To receive a free report on how easily your business is found, text LOCAL to 46862. That's LOCAL to 46862 to request your free report today. Now on My Deals Fort Wayne, get two $15 gift certificates for Once Upon a Child Fort Wayne for only $20. Once Upon a Child offers parents a fun and convenient way to buy and sell gently used kid stuff, making saving money on children's clothes, toys, baby furniture, and equipment a reality every day. They also focus on quality, safety, and value, the same things you feel important for your own families. Head over to MyDealsFortWayne.com today and get your deal. Where else can you get a steaming hot sub? Piled high with grilled meats and veggies. Nestle up next to fresh cut fries. And a hand squeezed lemonade. This meaty, melty, massive hot mess is only at Penn Station. Penn Station, grilled just for you. The holidays are going to be here before you know it. And Greg and the team at Honest Abe Roofing have an early holiday gift for you. Sign up for a new Honest Abe Roof now in 2023. Have it installed in 2024 and make no payments until 2025 for qualified buyers. Face it, prices continue to climb with everything from interest rates to material costs. Speak the price hikes and lock in current rates and pricing now. Call 286-ROOF and schedule your appointment. Honest Abe Roofing, Northeast Indiana's premier roofer. Call now, 286-ROOF. 
Now back to Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply for a Saturday morning just before Christmas, December 23rd. If you are going out shopping today, <laughs> patience. Have patience. But once again, I'm an extra large. On, uh, anyway, okay. Why don't we go to the Talking Sports phone line powered by Fire Police, City, County, Federal Credit Union, because on that talking sports phone line is none other than Mr. Mike McCaffrey of the University of St. Francis. Mike, good morning, sir. Good morning, Jimmy. Merry Christmas to you, my friend. Merry Christmas, and, and of course, Feliz Navidad. Uh, we saw each other at the Precious Blood uh, <laughs> little uh, Christmas concert uh, that was put on, and, uh, you know, I, I believe Feliz Navidad was one of the songs that was uh, was sung. I don't know. I, I had to go to the pre-K one on Thursday morning, Ooh. and that was uh, rollicking as yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the eighth grade uh, closed out the show and uh, brought the house down with a little Feliz Navidad at the end uh, At the end of all of the each, – each class got, I think, two songs, one by themselves, one with a different grade, and then the eighth graders uh, came in at the end and finished it up with that one. So it was uh, – Fun night, in and out in an hour. And that's what I always love about these these, uh, events that take place at Precious Blood. Regardless of who's the principal, by golly, if it's going to start at, let's say, 7 o'clock, it starts at 7 o'clock. And they get things done. We were walking to the car, and it wasn't it wasn't yet an hour. It was just, you know, I mean, just real close. But my goodness. I love that. And then same thing with uh, the, the pre-Ks on Thursday morning. Those started at 8.30. I think I was in my car heading back to work about 9. So yeah. it was it was awesome. But uh, yeah. my a goodness. A big holiday tournament coming up here, the Denny Jameson Memorial Holiday Tournament. It'll be this week starting the 26th and running most of next, next week. Now, is that a 5th and 6th grade tournament? Uh, it goes 7th and 8th. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so, I mean, they... I'd, I'm not sure if they brought the fifth and sixth in, but this is uh, our, our seventh and eighth graders go play in this one. PB used to host one, but the, they don't let our PB gym host uh, seventh and eighth grade tournaments because uh, the gym's not regulation size. So the fifth and sixth graders is good for us. So PB does their little holiday tournament down there for the younger kids. Okay. The bigger ones are in the Denny Jameson one, who's uh, the long time AD over at uh, Queen of Angels who passed away earlier this year. So they're, Turned it into a memorial for him and a, a fundraiser for, for a foundation they named after him. So uh, it'll be good. It's over at USF, so I'm, I'm pretty familiar with the territory. That is fantastic. That That is great. Well, Mike, of course, not a, not a whole lot of uh, <laughs> Cougar news to yeah. share uh, other than the men's and women's basketball teams, I believe, are both 8-4. and four. The women didn't get a chance to play their second game down in Florida <laughs> against Southeastern. I just saw that it was postponed, even went to the Southeastern University website, and I didn't – what happened? Because <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> your, your was... chuckling makes it intriguing. <laughs> I'm laughing because so the, the night – of the, the second game, I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm on my phone and, and I'm looking through and I'm trying to find the score. I'm trying to find stats and, and there's nothing popping up. And I knew Coach Henney was, was kind of in a tough spot going into that game because 
Southeastern's very, very good, and, and we've been stumbling a little bit lately and trying to, to find our way, and we're coming off a loss down there to Ave Maria. And uh, Jeremy calls me after the game, uh, Coach Henny, and he says, Mike, I think it was divine intervention. I said, what happened? He goes, the roof sprung a leak, and we couldn't play the game. So, <laughs> <laughs> so the, the gym at Ave Maria apparently had a leak in the roof, and it proceeded to obviously put – condensation on the floor so they weren't able to play and uh so we ended up not playing that second game so went down to florida just to play one game but uh but jeremy was was it was a it was a funny moment because we were like man i'm it's gonna get rough southeastern's one of probably one of the top five teams in the country i mean they bring d1 transfers in and they're just they're solid year in and year out and stumbling a little bit like we were i know coach henny was was looking for the right game plan to try to compete in that game and then he said well guess I don't have to worry about that one this time, so we can come home and regroup and get ready for the Crossroads League on the third. But, uh, yeah, it was funny. He called me afterwards, and I was just I, we started laughing together because we were talking the night before about how tough it was going to be and, and what a matchup that was. So it was, it was funny. Obviously, we're not you know, purposely ducking opponents, but it was, uh, it was funny the way that it played out. The uh, yeah, it's it. Jeremy's uh, first Christmas present of the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. It could very well be looked be looked at that way. There's that's for sure. So, well, with I text my my buddy's the AD at Southeastern, so I text him the next day and said, "Sorry, I had to jump on the roof and spring a leak, so you guys couldn't whoop us <laughs> yesterday." <laughs> yeah, well, I even looked at at the history and you know, to see if maybe there was something on the on the history from the Southeastern. Uh, uh, website and it looked like yeah they are uh, they they've played three times in uh, southeastern uh, I believe they're known as the fire. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. They yeah they were victorious all three times in a high scoring team. So, oh well. But uh, well, but yeah, no, and, we'll and, regroup. We picked them up from the airport Thursday, so they're all back now, and everybody's back uh, back, and the kids went home to be with their families for Christmas, and then we'll come back and start practicing probably on the twenty seventh. And then of course yes. Uh, it, January third is yep. Bethel, uh, Bethel doubleheader, and that's at Hustle, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that'll be a good one. Uh, Bethel, obviously, a, a team we're pretty familiar with. They've been playing well. I think they're uh, probably about the same record as us. Maybe a few less losses, maybe around thirteen and two or, or three. Uh, but been beating some pretty good teams. Uh, some teams that we both played. Cumberland was one that we both beat. Uh, but they're they're playing well. They've got uh, a really good guard in Drew Lutz, who's a Division One transfer came in last year, and they surround him with some good pieces. There's a, a freshman from, from Norwell, Luke McBride, gets the minutes for them. I've uh, been getting more minutes, it looks like, as the season goes on. So it'll be good to, you know, get a, some Ossian uh, fandom into the stadium or into our arena on the, on the third, and hopefully it's our first of our Wednesday doubleheaders. So this is the first year we've gone straight doubleheaders Wednesday and Saturday. So this is kind of the first one for us on a on a Wednesday to, to go double headers and we'll do that for the rest of the year. Well, and logistically it just makes so much sense. Yeah. I love double headers. We, <laughs> there, there's, there's obviously some coaches and some administrators who do not like double headers. They feel like it steals the thunder from the other team or the, you know, women's coach may want not want to feel like the quote JV game before uh, the men's game. But uh, for me, there's nothing like a, the atmosphere of a double header. Uh, you just get so many more fans and the crossover Fans come early from the men's game to watch the women. They stay. So I, I love doubleheaders. Um, administratively, it's fun, and I just think the environment's so much better. We're talking this morning with Mike McCaffrey, athletic director at the University of St. Francis, in our weekly Cougar Chat. 
Mike, we had a text that came in on the Automotive Color and Supply text line. It says, T.S., what was up with the Monday afternoon time slot for the uh-huh. NAIA football championship game? A really uh-huh. poor way to showcase the NAIA product. It was terrible. I hated it. Uh, I was watching it in my office. That was the only fun part. Um, but I, I think, so I, I'm going back to, we had a committee that reviewed the NAIA postseason, and I was on it when we extended from uh, 16 teams to 20 teams. Mm-hmm. And it added an extra round to the playoffs. And my understanding was that we added the extra round, but we didn't add any extra time because our, our dates were all kind of set, right? The playoffs needed to start on this day and they needed to end on this day. And that day originally would have been the Saturday before the Monday when the championship game was originally scheduled. But when we went to making it so there was no longer a week in between the semifinals and the championship, they moved it to Monday. I don't know why they chose noon. Maybe the the people down in Durham have done a great job, but I don't know if it was availability of the field or just a, a last-minute thing that they couldn't accommodate. Um, but, yeah, I, I wasn't a big fan of having a football national championship game on it noon on a Monday. It, it did not showcase the NAI the way I wished it would. Um, <clears throat> congrats to, to Kaiser uh, for going down and, avenging last year's loss over Northwestern and getting the championship. But yet, I'm not exactly 100% sure why it needed to be noon on a Monday. I know why it needed to be Monday, but I don't know why it needed to be noon unless there was some other scheduling conflict they had down in Durham because we changed the date when we changed the, the playoff structure. Very good. Yeah, because, and, and we've said this, you know, hundreds of times uh, on this program alone about the equality of competition in NAIA sports and, you know, NCAA Division three sports and, and just the, the same thing that, that just because it's not D1 does not mean it's not going to be competitive and, and entertaining and good football, if if you will. And so, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate that uh, there were many people that weren't able to see uh, the championship game as well. But, yeah, it was a great game. I mean, first play of the game is a, like a 75-yard touchdown run from Kaiser, and then Northwestern battles back, and they're a, a real good team. Kaiser's playing. They played and won the championship with their backup quarterback because apparently their starting quarterback got hurt the two days before in practice. So, yeah, it was uh, – hey, Mike, before we let you go, uh, Brandon, of course, has his podcast, uh, Facts Over Fandom, and he's talking yeah. this week about sports grievances, What uh, what you don't care for in sports. And, and you you paint a, a very broad stroke with a brush as far as your sports uh, fandom and passion runs. I know that for a fact. But uh, you know, what upsets you about sports? Oh, man. Just uh, say the Dodgers. It's the Dodgers. Yeah, right, yeah, easy, right. Let's, pick, let's go Dodgers one. Uh, that is just, you know, the obnoxious what's, what's going on out there. They, the funny part is I was watching the highlight, you know, they're – Otani was at the Rams game on Thursday night, and you know they're greeting him and giving him a big welcome. It's like the dude's been in L.A. for the whole time. Right, like, he didn't just come to L.A. Yeah. He just went from one side of L.A. to the other, and it's like I don't know. It, that's part of. I, I would say from where I sit and what I see uh, in the college landscape, and talking to my football coach Kevin Donnelly quite a bit, I, I I don't like what the college football game has become from a transfer jump ship standpoint um i get it i if i'm a kid and i feel like i've got a better opportunity by all means you should be able to have that right so i'm not more 
restricting students. I just think it's the mentality. Um, and I see coaches like Coach D who for years and years and years have built programs. You bring a kid in as a freshman, maybe you redshirt them. They're playing there four or five years. You're building something. You're building something. It's just it's tough to build those kinds of things in, in today's world. So I think if I have one grievance, and I'm probably not alone, but what the what the mentality of a transfer portal uh, mm-hmm. has done to college athletics, I don't you got to do it and you got to play the game and we'll we'll dip our toe in it and do the best we can but I'm I'm not a fan of it. Well, it is it's creating a travel ball mentality it seems like in college sports or NIL where gee, I can make more money with this school than I can with my current school, but you know, it I don't know, maybe limit the transfer portal to if there is a head coaching change. You know, or something like that or, or weighted that, you know, okay, then the transfer portal, because you went to a school to be with this coach and also, hey, get a degree in your in your major field, you know. So, yeah. uh, you know. I mean, we've had kids transfer. I've never never denied a transfer release in my history as an AD. Like, mm-hmm. you have to get a form, right? And, and they say, do you release them to play right away? And there's not been one instance where I've not released a student to go play right away. So that that's not – it's not up to me to to restrict that as a as an administrator or any of us. And obviously, this is a student athlete quote player. If you look at the professional level empowerment place that we're at, where yeah, you could say that oh, if a head coach leaves, then but then they're going to sue you. And they're going to say, well, why why do you why am I restricted to be here? Why can't I go somewhere else free and clear just because X Y Z happens? So it, I don't know. Like I said, it, it it's it's been new, uh, obviously for. For me, as an administrator, I didn't start with this, so it's been an evolution, and uh, I just, I'm not a big fan of it, uh, but I know it's its here to stay. It's not going anywhere. It's why I like the NAI. I like where I'm at. We're impacted a little bit to this stuff, but not as much as, obviously, the big ones, and that's why I have no interest in being an athletic director at that level. There we go. Well, Mike, thank you for joining us this morning, and Merry Christmas to you and the family. Merry Christmas, Jimmy. Merry Christmas to everybody, Brandon, and uh, and all the listeners. Have a great one. All right. That was Mike McCaffrey, Athletic Director at the University of St. Francis, in our weekly Cougar Chat, a first-class individual all the way around. And, hey, Brandon, we were talking about Tom Muth and his 50 years of officiating. Got a text that came in. It says, T.S., who one story, biggest hands I ever shook in a captain's meeting, Eric Montross, when Lawrence North played Harding. And, uh... That, of course, uh, we lost Eric Montrose to cancer uh, this week. And uh, what a what a great uh, representative of the game of basketball. And uh, Tom says, thanks for the kind words. Well, no, thank you for 50 years of officiating Absolutely. sports at, at all different levels. And the high IHSAA uh, especially, uh, Tom, uh, <laughs> not many like you left around there. And uh, so... Keep it up. We appreciate you. 46862 Automotive Color and Supply text line. One that came in just a little too late. Uh, talk about the USF National Signing Day. Uh, and we just hung up with Mike. So the, Maybe that next just week. came That'd in. Be a yeah. Good topic next yeah. Week. yeah. Yeah. We will be on the air again uh, on the 30th. Let's go ahead, step out, take a break. And then when we come back, we're going to be talking with Mike Nutter. Yeah, it's winter. It's December. We're going to be talking with Mike Nutter. Hey, the Orchard Team Store is open at 10 this morning. We're going to talk to him about that and a couple other little things. We're going to do that when we return. You're listening to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. 
Does your business cater to families or families with newborns? Are you trying to find a better way to market your products or services to thousands? Then you need to be at the 2024 Baby Fair and Family Expo. February 24th from 9 to 3 at the Coliseum. Families are always looking for the best products and services. And the Baby Fair and Family Expo is the perfect way to get families to experience what you offer. We have great opportunities, from booth rentals to sponsorship opportunities available. So if you want to make sure that your business gets in front of one of the most sought-after demographics, you need to text BOOTH to 46862 for information. That's BOOTH to 46862. Or visit babyfamilyfair.com. Last year, booths sold out, so don't wait. The Baby Fair and Family Expo will take place on Saturday, February 24th at the Memorial Coliseum. Text BOOTH to 46862 now to find out how you can be a part of it. Over the years, you've brought them into your home. You were prescribed opioids after the C-section, when Dad injured his back, when your basketball star tore his ACL. Opioids helped with the pain, and you held on to them just in case. But did you know holding on to unused opioids puts your family at risk? Opioids are powerful, pain-reducing prescription medicines. But most people who are prescribed opioids don't finish their prescriptions. So millions of unused opioids are sitting in homes across the country. And tragically, more than 100 Americans die every day from overdoses involving opioids. What can you do to protect your family? Remove the risk of unused opioids from your home. Pills, patches, or syrups in drawers, purses, and cabinets. Anywhere they might be hiding. To find out how to dispose of them properly, visit www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. Now back to Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talkin' Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply. Along with Brandon Pogorski, I'm Jim Shovlin. Thanks for tuning in. As we're talking local sports of all sorts until the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. And then we give way to the judge, Phil Houck, and America's foremost authority on Notre Dame Fighting Irish football, Tim Priester, as they give you the bowl edition of Fighting Irish Preview this morning. So uh, stay tuned for that after Talking Sports. Let's go to the Talking Sports phone line powered by Fire Police City County Federal Credit Union because on that Talking Sports phone line is Fort Wayne Tin Caps President Mike Nutter. Mike, good morning. Welcome back. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Jim. It's great to be on with you. A little bit of hibernation, but it's nice to check in with you here right before Christmas. Yes, indeed. And speaking of right before Christmas, the gift for the person who seemingly has everything, perhaps they don't because the Orchard Team Store is open this morning at 10 o'clock from 10 to 2 because right now, there's no way to go ahead and, and order online and get anything by Christmas. But you can go right in, walk right into the Orchard Team Store, and fill all your Christmas gift desires. There's no question about it. Not only that, local celebrity Jared Parcell is working the Orchard today. Ooh. And so you can stop by from 10 to 2, get those last-minute gifts, not have to worry about fighting traffic or getting into arguments over a parking spot, say hi to Jared in there as well. He'll take care of anything you need. Yes, the Tin Caps voice, Jared Parcell, is going to be there. I'm sure there will be a line for autographs too, won't there? Oh, there's no question about it. I don't think there's a purchase required to get a picture or a selfie or an autograph, but uh, 
especially for the holidays this close. I'm sure he's in a great mood. Jared may pay those that ask. Yes. Anyway, but <laughs> well, and once again, uh, final thing to do before uh, Christmas: the Orchard Team Store. Go on down to Parkview Field, and uh, when they go down there and take a look out onto the field and on the diamond, tell us about the progress of what's happening, this transformation on the diamond at Parkview Field. Absolutely. You know, it's just about totally complete. It will be to anybody that stops out there today or around the holidays. We ripped out everything, all of the uh, old morning track and all the grass, the turf that was in there, everything, and went down and, and redid everything to the new Major League Baseball requirements. We were so fortunate with the uh, weather that we've had so far this fall and winter that we were able to get it done. There's a, a nationally or world-renowned renowned sod farm up in Wisconsin that did sod for us and the Chicago Cubs this time around. And because everything was so mild, we were able to get it out of the ground up there, truck it down here, get it placed, get it put in. It looks absolutely beautiful, a lot better shade of green than we have at our house at home right now. And even walking up into ball, the ballpark today to the Orchard Team store, some fans might notice we redid the entire front step and front entry area. It'll look the same as when it was originally done. But there was a little bit of crumbling and things happening after 15 years in the extreme weathers that we have with the hot and cold. And so that's been done as well. They can probably look out to right field and see some construction tarps up on the treetops area. That is coming along very well. Also, that's not scheduled to be done until May 1st or so. But we hope that it's done a lot sooner, again, because of the mild weathers that we've had. Mike, I've seen on social media a lot of minor league stadiums redoing the fields. What are some of those standards that now you have to uphold with Major League Baseball? Brandon, that's a great question. You know, when we built it, when we opened back in 2009, it was pretty customary to have a nice little crown on the field. That way the water ran off. Um, you know, so I loved that because then when the tarp's on, the water runs off. Uh, you know, that's how they were done back then. Well, now they wanted a total flat grade. We understand that. We're knock on wood. You know, luckily we didn't have any injuries with the crown that we had on it before. Uh, but now it's all a flat grade. So the requirement with that for us, we always joke about that Indiana clay where you can put a shovel in the ground and break the shovel or bend the shovel. <laughs> uh, you know, we put in a lot more uh, drainage uh because in our ballpark, when we get one of those major summer storms, all the rain that falls into the seating bowl actually drains out onto the field. And so we redid all of the drainage uh, with this field project that we did. And so we love it. We know that with Keith Winter and Jake Sperry and uh, Bryce Ginder, a last name that a lot of people yeah. know from the Ginder family at baseball around Fort Wayne, uh, he joined us full-time during the season. We know that we're in great hands with it. We had national architects and people put the majority of the work in. And so we're really happy. But, Brandon, you're right. Many, many, many teams had to do a major field renovation to get into specs. It was just over or just right around a million dollars. Then the last major project we have for the Major League Baseball requirements uh, is the LED 
lighting requirement, and that will happen after the 2024 season, but before 2025. We like that. It helps with the environment. It helps with the lighting bill. But also promotionally, people that have seen games, most major colleges do it, but more and more major leagues are doing it. When guys hit home runs, the lights can go on and off, and you can have a light show and different things. Whereas our lights, when they go off for a fireworks show, it takes 10 to 15 minutes to cool down and heat back up. So that'll happen after next season. That sounds great. And in fact, the, the very first uh, lighting that I saw that did that was at Carroll High School. <laughs> it was a high school yeah, football stadium that was able to do that. And I thought, well, that is that is really cool. So, uh, well, Mike, uh, what now the, the rule changes coming out of the winter meetings and such. Uh, there have been some tweaks, haven't there, to some of the recent rule changes, too? Let's say pitch clock? Yeah, there have. And, you know, what? we had uh, all the owners and general managers down in Nashville at the winter meetings had a nice private session with uh, Commissioner Rob Manfred. That had not happened for us before. He was awesome. He was great. He was funny. He was engaging. Uh, you know, sometimes in interviews, it doesn't. he doesn't always come across that way. Uh, and uh, with us, it did, and he absolutely loves the game, and he said, first and foremost, not in a bragging or arrogant way, but, hey, guys and gals, it worked. What we did last year worked, so we're not going to do any more major things right now, and which I think everybody likes to hear. But they are going to tweak, I think, with runners on base by two league level because we were already a little quicker. And then the one thing that I don't think a lot of people will necessarily notice, but for you and me, Jim, as lifetime baseball guys, it makes sense is they're changing that running lane. Nobody understood yes. a lot of it. Um, and so now the running lane is going to be clearly marked and clearly, you know, tweaked just a little bit. Our old buddy Trey Turner in the World Series a couple years ago was called out on a play that he probably would have beat out with his great speed, and it cost them an out, a run, and then, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so that's a rule that's just been more confusing than anything. But as we look back, we love the pitch clock that's been in the minor leagues for a couple years. Everybody that said it was going to end baseball and all those kinds of things, it was better for the game. Uh, ratings were up. There was a lot of things to celebrate. Major League Baseball is still working on tweaking all these TV deals where you just can't watch the game nationally like you can all the other sports, and hopefully they get that figured out during this offseason cycle because there's so many young stars out there People need to be able to see them. It's crazy that we can't watch a game in San Diego between the Reds and the Padres when it's in San Diego because of blackout rules for Cincinnati and that stuff he told us they're working on. So there's a lot of excitement there as well. That's the best Christmas gift I've got this year. <laughs> we were just talking <laughs> yes. about that. Month. Yes, that was Brandon's yeah, peeve. Get better. I mean, it, there's so many youngsters spread around the country with the, the talent and even with the, the Dodgers are doing with the two Japanese guys they've signed, you know, people should be able to watch those games all the time if that's your team. And it seems like they're trying to work through that. You know, our affiliate, the Padres, and then the Rangers and some others have had some shortcomings because of the Bally's, you know, some of those uh, uh, problems financially that they've had with some of the bankruptcies. And so they've got to figure this stuff out. It's a great game. The game's better than ever with the speed of play and things like that, and I hope they can work it out. And then for us on the baseball field, nothing to announce officially for sure, but it is my expectation and hope that 
and our good friend Johnny Matthews is back next year as our manager. The Padres probably won't announce anything till January or February, but that's the hope and that's the plan at this point. He might be surrounded by a new cast of coaches, uh, but we would love to have John back. We think he was so crucial last year when we started off. The only way to say it is <laughs> the worst teams in the minor leagues in April, but he never broke script, and he really had the guys believing it. So um, it was a great, fun year that got us back in the playoffs where we belong, and hopefully he's back to uh, run the team again next summer. Yes, what a run he orchestrated. My goodness. Yeah, and and we had a text that came in. It says, T.S., I'd charge Jim only $10 for an autograph and photo. No purchase needed. Uh, in looking at uh, the phone number, that looks – that's in my contacts is Mr. Parcell. Huh, okay. So <laughs> – Well, why don't you go ahead and announce that number on air if you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Check in with any sizes and availability at the orchard or just really text him throughout the year – 24-7, he's usually good at getting back to him quickly. <laughs> I I couldn't. Yes, I could do that to Jared. Yeah, I could do that. Anyway, <laughs> well, Mike, thank you so much for joining us in the offseason. Of course, yeah, as news breaks in the offseason, I'm sure we'll be calling on you before April again. So, uh, But until then, hey, you and your family have a very Merry Christmas and, uh, and enjoy the new year. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great one. All right. That was Mike Nutter, president of the Fort Wayne Tin Caps, in uh, our Tin Caps chat that we do periodically uh, each week during the season. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break and then come back with Shane Alberani, play-by-play voice of your Fort Wayne Comets. We're going to do that when we return. You're listening to Talk and Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. Hi, Notre Dame fans. This is Tony Simeone. The Irish are once again going bowling. This year, it's the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl in El Paso, Texas. So join me, Paul Burmeister, and Notre Dame great Ryan Harris on Friday, December 29th as your fighting Irish take on the Oregon State Beavers. Pre-game starts at 1 p.m. Eastern, and you can hear it all right here on your home for Notre Dame football. Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Wendy's Peppermint Frosty and Frosty Cream Cold Brew make the perfect gift for anyone in your life. Especially for you. Yeah, this year you're sitting on your own lap and getting yourself what you want. Finally. And now every day this season, unlock 20% off your total when you get any small, medium, or large Frosty in the Wendy's app. So order something from your own wish list this year. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's with app offering registration. Applies to menu items only. Taxes and fees excluded. What's holding you back from learning the language you've always wanted to know? Too hard. Takes too long. Not with Babbel. Babbel's lessons take just 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes isn't long. Nope. And they're fun. So you don't realize you're learning a language, but you are. In three weeks, you're able to start having conversations. And Babbel's lessons are built around real life. And with Babbel, it isn't hard. It's It's perfect. perfect. Start learning a new language today. Go to Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Co-heating and air conditioning, your independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer, one family owned and still going strong for 60 years. Decade after decade, Co-heating and Air has been known for providing quality heating and cooling services that ensure your family stays comfortable year around. That's no accident. That's a legacy of customer care, excellence, and relationships that have endured from generation to generation. Go with who you know. Go with Co. Proud to be your American Standard dealer. Find them at CoHeatCool.com today. Folks ask. Salty Pete, what's the best part of being a pirate? Hello? It's all the buried treasure! 
I've been following this here treasure map all day. Time to dig. Oh, I went to a lesson. No Charlie was... Arr! You just hit a power line. Contact Indiana 811 at least two working days before picking up a shovel. It's the only way to dig. Learn more at 811.safedigindiana.com. Sponsored by the Indiana Utility Regulatory Commission and aired by the station. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply. We got that right out of Shane Alberani's car, uh, his Jackson 5 uh, well, catalog, if you will. And uh, I better watch it because he's on the Talking Sports phone line, powered by Fire Police City County Federal Credit Union. Shane, good morning. Good morning. And, of course, yeah, you do have all the Jackson 5 uh, hits and everything, right? Well, who doesn't? I do. I, I got them in my phone. <laughs> right? Yeah. It was, you know, back in the day, and, and of course, we're up against the clock, but here I go. Uh, you know, back in the day, it was the Jackson 5 or the Osmonds. And I was yes, Jackson 5 100% of the way. <laughs> Yeah, that was even before Leif Garrett came along. But, uh, yeah, oh, my goodness. So, anyway, hey, Shane, Thomas <laughs> winners last night uh, decisively over a pretty good Iowa Heartlanders team, 6-2. to two. Yeah, that was a great game. Uh, you know, the, the scoring was spread around. You saw a lot of different names on that score sheet, including uh, John Zidlowski, who got his 500th uh, career point as a Comet last night. So, that was exciting. And, uh yeah, they came away with, uh, with with a big win. It's one that they needed, and they, they did it going away last night. So hopefully uh, they can pick up the rubber match here tonight. I know you know Sean Sidlowski very well. And tell the listeners about Sean Sidlowski and who he is and, and what he means uh, <laughs> to the Fort Wayne Comets. Oh, where do I start? Uh, I know, uh, you know, those 500 points, I've been around for all of them, and I, and I called – uh, most of them. So, uh, you know, it was a kind of a special moment, I think maybe for both of us last night. Uh, but, uh, you know, Sid, as I know he is a, a hockey player through and through and he loves Fort Wayne and he was disappointed that he didn't get to come back last year and do this last year. But the uh, good thing is, you know, he was able to get back in the fold and, and here he is back in Fort Wayne and he's climbing up uh, that all time list. And he's, he's joining some pretty cool names oh my right gosh, now. Yes. So, uh, getting, uh, getting to 500 points. He's now three away from Ron Leaf. Uh, so he can keep on climbing uh, as long as he keeps on playing. My goodness, yeah, I was just looking at, uh, you know, you got Thornson, Long, Chalk, McDougal, Chin, Goodwin, Johnny Jumbo Goodwin, Dupuy, Primo, Dubcheck, and as you said, Ronnie Leaf, too, uh, joining that group, a, a very select group in, in Fort Wayne Comedy history, and it, just an incredible, incredible run and uh, was so glad to hear that Sean was coming back to the Comet fold uh, this season. So that uh, in itself was uh, was pretty, pretty cool. So what is the weekend schedule for the Comets? Well, we got another one out here uh, tonight uh, in Iowa, and then uh, we'll take a little Christmas break. And But the way the, uh, the ECHL schedule has not been very kind to the Comets here in the month of December. I mean, it has just been, uh, you know, three, four games every week, and, the Comets will get back from uh, their break and have to go right to Kalamazoo and play a game on Wednesday, and then uh, you're going to have another uh, three games uh, in three nights next weekend. So it, it's it's crazy the way the schedule has worked out, and it's kind of uh, really amazing the Comets haven't had too many injuries. Uh, you know, we have a couple guys dinged up, only one guy on injuries reserve, and it's really quite amazing. Uh, but, uh, you know, the grind and the wear and tear 
uh, hopefully isn't going to cause too much damage. But, uh, you know, the comments here in December, you know, right around that 500 mark. So it is taking their toll a little bit. I think a lot of this uh, struggles the comments had uh, this month has been fatigue. Uh, so uh, hopefully uh, the comments will be able to pull out a win here tonight and, and keep this, uh, this little stretch they're going uh, uh, into uh, the holiday. And Shane, I, I wanted to ask you your thoughts on Michael Franke, but I will wait until next week, if you don't mind, and That's give fun. you give you a, a lot of uh, airtime to be able to talk about Michael Franke, what he meant to you, and I know uh, that it's very deep and personal, and uh, in what he meant to well this community, this sports community as well. Absolutely. And uh, we we just don't have enough time to give this. Uh, it's just due, and I wanted to give you that as well. So next Saturday. Uh, if you wouldn't mind indulging us in in who Michael Franke was to Shane Alberani, I would appreciate. That sounds that. like a plan. All right, sounds good. So uh, New Year's Eve game, of course, coming up uh, next in eight days, and uh, that is traditionally very well attended. And do you know anything about tickets available yet for that uh, New Year's Eve game? Yeah, they're going fast, uh, so you're going to want to get them as soon as possible, and. Uh, uh, also got a game on uh, the 29th against Norfolk. Uh, that'll be a pretty good, well-attended uh, game as well. So, uh, yeah, uh, get your tickets, Coliseum Ticket Office. Uh, but, uh, you know, it is a Fort Wayne tradition uh, to ring in the new year with New Year's Eve, just like Thanksgiving. So uh, don't miss your chance. If you've never been to a New Year's Eve game, uh, it's something cool. So uh, so make sure you make plans uh, to get on out to Coliseum. Shane, thank you so much. Uh, no, we're, uh, we're about an hour ahead of you uh, from where you're at right now. And uh, thank you for getting up early and sharing with us this morning. And uh, we will talk to you next Saturday. All right. Thanks a lot, Jimmy. Thank you. That was Shane Alberani, play-by-play voice of the Fort Wayne Comets, our weekly Comet chat. And, uh, yeah, uh, Michael Franke and Shane Alberani were close friends and uh, a a mentor to to Shane as well. So um, things are still pretty, uh, pretty fresh uh for shane and uh so it's uh next week we'll we'll hear all about that so that's going to do it for talking sports uh for saturday the the last one before christmas thanks so much to mike mccaffrey for joining us from the university of st francis thanks to mike nutter president of the fort wayne tin caps don't forget orchard team stores open from 10 to 2 today and then that's the last chance you get to give a tin caps gift to someone on your gift list this year. And don't forget also, Jared Parcell, the voice of the Fort Wayne Tin Caps, will be working that from 10 to 2. You know what I would do if I was you? If you take your phone in there and ask Jared to basically do a walk-up, uh, like for your phone, for your message or something uh, on your phone, and he'd probably do that for nothing. Great stocking stuff. Yeah. I, yeah. So have him do a little something or, you know, maybe yeah, just some kind of walk up. He's just the announcer, the announcer from, from the tin caps and heard, you know, all over the place. So anyway, um, yeah, you're welcome, Jared. Okay. But, uh, that's going to do it for talking sports and thanks to Shane Alberani as always for, for coming on and joining us. Thanks to Brandon Podgorski for keeping it all smooth and, uh, Bestowed upon me a little, uh, little 
Christmas little cheer? holiday cheer. Yeah, yep. a little cheer, yes. Merry yes, Christmas. we appreciate that. And to everyone who tunes in to Talking Sports, have a Merry Christmas. And we will see you before, well, we will talk to you before the new year. I might see you, too, if I'm out and about. Who knows? But uh, we will see you, there I go again, before the new year. We'll be back on the 30th with more Talking Sports. So stay tuned for Fighting Irish Preview coming up immediately following Talking Sports. So until next week, have a great holiday, everybody. Attention homeowners. Are you tired of paying too much on your energy bills? Over 90% of homes probably need more insulation. It's time you discuss. Podcasts by Federated Media.